0: Hi, this is Kelly Cassia and today I want to talk about the loss of my mother. It took me a while to decide to make this video but I wanted to express my feelings and what I feel when I lost my mother. Last year my mother got sick and She struggled for a long time. She she has diabetic most of her life. And um, I left Brazil to come live here in Canada to work. And no very often I, I used to go and visit, you know, my mom because tickets from Brazil to Canada to Brazil is super expensive and when you have a big family like I have four children here and become extreme expense and I could not go very often with my kids and my when I have my son number five you know um, then it means one more so family of six so means six tickets and since you know, um, we could not um, afford to go every year, you know, so we, we, you no know, go to Brazil for five years when my mother gets sick. And my sister called me and say, you know, mom is not feeling well. And I was just thinking, I just had diabetes. You know, she's diabetic and um, it's just her high pressure that she always have that. And I, w- I don't take too serious, you know, because from as long I remember my mother always go to hospital and, um, you know, and then they give her medications and she go back and everything was fine. So I did not imagine that was so serious. To in February in 2019... My sister called me and told me that mom is in the hospital now and she's really bad. I asked my sister, you know, are you serious? Like, it's really serious. And, you know, she cried, she said, yeah, mom is really, you know, in good shape. You need to come as soon as possible. And the funny thing is, I have a dream um, I think a few months before, that my sister was calling me and say that mommy die. And in the dream, I had this worse pain, you know? And, um, and when, uh, she, my sister real called me, you know, and said she was in the hospital, this, and I was hoping, I... I hope that my dream is is not going to be real, you know, so um, I buy the tickets as soon as possible to go, I think in, in one week, you know, I pack everything and I left my kids with their father, you know, and I took off. And the same day when I get to Brazil and I was praying the whole plane to make on time. Like I say, it was five years, I don't see my mother. So I was praying in the plane, like, please, 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 you know, don't let her die. And when I came in the same day, I came in the morning. It looked like the the visitation was three or four o'clock, something like that. I don't remember exactly, but I went to see my mother right away. When I was in the taxi when I got on the airport the airport was already very poor in that city and um, this city you know my mother used to don't live there we used to don't live there we used to live in Rio de Janeiro and since my mother is from north of Brazil and that's where her whole family is from she decide to sell everything in Rio and go move over there, buy a house, and then move close to her family. So, um, so this city I used to go when I was younger, I was a child. And was it was a nice city that I could remember my childhood. But when I was driving you know, in the taxi, and the taxi was driving to that city. I was terrorized. I was like, what happened to this city? The road is horrible. Everything is horrible. It's really, really, really poor. Like, you know, and I was just imagine if this city is already falling apart, the hospital that my mother must be, is must be terrible too. And, um, in the meanwhile, when I was here in Canada, my sister told me that the condition in the hospital was not good. And since I have a family from my father's side that have better condition and they have their contacts, good contacts in the government and hospital and stuff that could help, you know, transfer my mother and everything. And I reached out to them, please help me, you know, I wanna. Um, Transform my mother and this, and this and this. Nobody did anything. Everybody promised, but they did nothing. I guess that's, you know, what friends or family do, you know, they back off when you really need, and that's when you know who you really can count on it. So nobody could help me. Everybody promised, oh, don't worry, don't worry, had names in the list, I'm doing everything I can. But basically, they are not doing nothing. They yeah, are just lying to me, you know? So anyways, so... Um, so I get there and at the same day I went to see my mother and... I think I brought my passport because you need to give some ID. And they don't want it to take that because need to have some special number, ID from Brazil, whatever. And I told in the reception, I'm not leaving till I see my mother. You know, I came from Canada and... I just got here today and I'm not moving if I don't see my mother and I say please you know I don't see her for five years you know and then I guess they feel sorry for me and they see that you know I live in Canada for so long I could not have the ID from Brazil anymore you know so they let me go see my mom and I went by myself to see my mom I could not. ...recognize... ...my mother... ...she was in... ...in coma... So ...she was not talking... ...she was sleeping the whole time... ...they put her in coma... ...because... ...they have to introduce her... ...some medication, it looked like... ...she was giving her time to... ...take it... ...and... Uh, I cry my heart out. I cry so much, so much. I promise her, I say, Mom, I'm taking you out of here, of this hell. I came here to transfer you. And no matter what I do or what I have, I go do everything I can to transfer you to a better hospital. And, uh,. I tried to ask her, can you hear me or, you know, can you give me a sign or something like that, and, you know, she was not moving, nothing at all. And I hug her, I kiss her and I make her a promise. So it was later already, when I left the hospital. Um, So I came home, I was so depressed, and I told my sister, my older daughter. I'm gonna transfer mom no matter what I'm gonna do. And uh, before I left I asked in the hospital. I talked to the doctor and I asked what hospital? That my is the best here in the city. And the doctor told me she needs to get transfer because or she gonna die here. Because she has kidney problems. She has pneumonia. She got pneumonia anemia and uh, you know other issues she has so basically she went to the hospital with anemia and she caught pneumonia there and then they find out she have kidney fail problem so she was really in bad shape and the kidney treatment was only given in this other hospital and they say that was packed was not space for her that her name was in the list, but was no space for her. So, so I came, like I said, and I talked to my sister and my older daughter, my father. So early in the morning, I went to the hospital where she should be transferred to have the treatment. And I went to talk to with the social worker and the director, whatever it is that day, and I begged. I cried. I told, I told her I would give every money I have, but for them to help my mother. So I'm sorry. So um. So they say, you know what? I'm sorry. Nothing we can do. We have no space in this hospital. And then uh, I say, so tell me what what I can do to make them make space for my mother so they say I'm sorry sorry and I cry 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 so then uh, I told them I'm begging you you know and then one lady came and said listen there's one thing you can do that's what sometimes people does you go to the government like um or um, you say like a courtroom, you go to the court and ask the judge, you know, show all the papers that you have this stage that your mother's health is, and only the judge would give you official um, paper to say that the hospital have to give space, have to, you know, transfer it. And I say, please give me the address, and so she went in the computer, she gave me the address of this court place. So me and my daughter, without eating, without nothing, we hit straight, we took a taxi and we hit straight to that place. And it was a carnival time, so everything was closed, you know, and um, so we went, you know, and we talked to a security guard. And I told the security guard, please, please, I'm begging you, um... Give me any contact to somebody that work here can help me. My mother's dying anytime and I need to transfer her. So he's like, I'm sorry. And I say, please help me save my mom's life. So he said, listen, I know a woman. She's a secretary of the Sanjaj. And she's very nice. And I have her number. I'm going to give to you. And you talk to her, okay? And best luck for you. So he gives me her number and I call. And then I beg her again. You know, I please her and I explain everything. I say, my mom is die, so... It's like an angel. And she's like, you know, we, all, we are closed. And I say, I know. And, and she's like okay i'm gonna do whatever i can send me all the papers go to the hospital do this collect all this paper and send to me soon you get all those papers you come back here and i come i'm in my house i'll come meet you here in the court and i'll open the office and we gonna fax the judge and that's what we did all day long me and my daughter was running back and forth hospital making copies here and there, here and there. And I remember it was like, four o'clock already. And he um, texted the, the lady and she's, you know, she came meet us there. She opened the office and she did that. And she collected all the papers and she called the judge and she said, this is a special case. This woman was dying. And you know, and So then she said, look, listen, go home now, you guys. And everything is in the judge's hands now. And soon he gave me his answer. (laughs) I would contact you anytime. And I say, please, anytime the the night, I don't care. Just fax me. So nothing else we could do. So we went home. And when was... um, I think six in the morning the phone ring was had to say that they had transferred my mother right at that moment for us to head to the hospital. The, the court faxed the paper to the hospital and that transfer. Oh my gosh, I was so happy. So 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 happy that uh, I I could not believe it. I thank God, thank God. I was so happy, and um, I was like, finally, you know, my mother gonna have a chance now. So me and, and my sister went straight to to the hospital, and uh, I allowed my my sister go in the car, in the ambulance was my mom. You know, she was my youngest sister, so I let her go, and I took taxi and I hit to the hospital. So we did transfer her. Now make me think. I have so many families with so much contact that could be so quick, resolve this. They could help my man, but they just back off, from it. And um, I'm not, it's their fault, but if she get the help earlier, get transfer earlier, she could be here now. So there's lots of me to be angry, you know, for what they did, what they don't did, you know, they didn't did nothing. So anyway, she was transferred to the hospital. So we are so happy and we are so grateful and all the hope lifted up our soul, you know. We knew it that um, now my mother going to have a chance and I did feel so awesome and then I remember that day we went to celebrate because we are so happy we are now mom going to have everything she needs, you know. And the same day she was transferred over there, the hospital was so nice and clean, so organized, nurse all the time, 24-7, doctors come. Like three, four times a day, you know. And I say, Mom, I did it. I keep my promise. I told her I would take you out of that nightmare hospital. Now you're gonna get what you need. So I was so proud of myself, you know, for do something to my mom and, you know, really believing that that would save her life, you know. So guys, uh, I think it's too much emotion for me today and um, I'm going to continue this video um, the next time. But uh, for today, I think I'm too heartbroken to continue right now. But um, I'll come and, and tell you guys what really happened after that. So you guys can know the story of my mother, okay? Thanks for listening, guys, okay? Take care. See you next time. Bye.